Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too, you idiots. Like, I'm just going to talk about, I don't know. Do you, I, I, we've probably discussed this before. Do you know what potpourri, like, why is it? What is it? What is it? It's a little bundle of cloves and spices. To and, like, dried smell flowers? Up, yeah, to smell up the house nicely. It's supposed to be, like, uh, what, aromatic? Aromatic, yeah. Yeah, like, aromatic, aromatic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I guess so. But is it? it's not that smell. They usually, like, got other smells... It's... sprayed on them right or like oil oh you know i think i think it is oil i think they do have some kind of oil on them too like they they get doused in something in a scent i know nothing of there. potpourri honestly i always thought we had some uh my, my, my grandmother did i feel like we did in our our personal house we had potpourri because i always looked at it and it looked pretty appetizing to me you were one of the people that wanted to eat it yeah like it looks like i don't know the stuff you put on your pizza at pizza hut like the the red pepper flake mixture they have i don't know it always looked pretty decent and it smells <laughs> you know those smells uh, it smells it smells good it smells like you would want to eat it i don't know but i also smell gas and i'm like that is delicious like smelling. gasoline yeah 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 i don't know why i don't know why everybody has that thing about gasoline it's because we all want to kill ourselves. Is it that secretly inside, or is it hitting that lizard primal brain part of where we Ooh. used to kill dinosaurs, and now we're like, "Yeah, fuck you, <laughs> get my lizard brain off," because I I use you to run my everyday meaningless tasks. What if since the dinosaurs in this scenario are, are they're essentially boiled down into oils? Yeah, that we the are fossil smelling, fuels. The yeah. fossil fuels. Yeah uh what if when dinosaurs ate it tasted like oily meat like an oil kind of gasoline flavored meat when we ate them yeah and now it's like some primal recall we're coming back to like that man that's delicious i need to eat that what we what we need is a show on the history channel (laughs) you and me it's like ancient aliens except it's ancient fossil fuels (laughs) and we're trying to discover if dinosaurs (laughs) tasted oily and like gasoline. Also, give I us think... all the money, History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, st- we'll, we'll drag this bitch out nine and a half seasons. Oh yeah, we can make that work. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Gasoline meat seems like such a Charlie <laughs> Day cuisine, doesn't it? <laughs> you, you marinate the steak in gasoline and then just light it on fire. Burns <laughs> and cooks itself. Oh shit! Uh, I think that's what we have. I'm gonna, I'm, I, hmm. man. What's the science on this? This can't be good to eat. But I'm I sure it's not. Try no. it. <laughs> you want to try <laughs> gasoline marinated steak? Well, I guess it's how long has it been soaked in that gas? <laughs> I'd have to say like at least an hour for it to like really get in there and then oh, burn shit. through and to cook. be able to flame up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably not good to eat. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you remember in Wild Boys when he cooked the steak on, like, a hot geyser? No. Was it horrible? Oh, yeah. It was, like, a hot mud, mud sulfur geyser. And, like, oh, it, it, it tasted pop- like hot egg. And it popped onto the steak, and he still, like, took a bite, and it was still super raw. <laughs> he, like, threw up. Steve-O, of course. Great episode. Ugh. That's making me... My gag reflexes <laughs> kind of turn a little bit thinking about it. <laughs> Ugh. Just all it. Ugh. Ugh. 
Sorry, man. Didn't mean to make you. No, it's okay. Uncomfortable. I mean, I watched that one. As soon as you said it, like I immediately can picture it now. Mm-hmm. I remember. Well, let's go happier, Wild Boys. What about when they put on the two-man zebra costume and ran through the wild, the lion sanctuary? I don't remember that you don't one remember? as well. Oh man. Uh uh-uh. uh. Did did anything happen? Oh yeah, they get fucking attacked. Do they? Oh yeah, a lion jumps right <laughs> on them. It's hilarious. Oh man, you just couldn't get away with like the stuff Jackass and Wild Boys and Viva La Bam got away with during that time period. That shit was so that was such a terrible nihilistic time to it be alive. It really was. Like I look back on it with some kind of like rose scented goggles and like I, I do enjoy aspects, but then it is just like Man, we were all a bunch of pieces of shit back yeah. then, huh? <laughs> Real self-centered asshole. Right? Yeah. Why did I look up to Bam Margera like he was ever fucking anything important? Like, what was wrong with my 19-year-old defense, me? I never liked Bam. I was always a huge Ryan Dunn fan. I love Dunn. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Okay. I mean, they were always like a pair yes. to me. They came yes. together, so I'm right there with you. But I also have a soft spot for Pontius. Oh. I fucking love Chris Pontius, man. Well, Pontius, he was Wild Boys. Well, I, I get, well. I love Pontius jackass, too, though. Yeah, just we're just jackass doing Jackass, in man. Yeah, Pontius yeah. for sure. Yeah, if you're, yeah, Viva La Bam, it's probably, I don't know. I don't know. There's Vito and Phil's great, and mm. there's a lot of good. I never liked the Brandon guy. Was oh. it Novak? Yeah, Brandon Novak. He was a fucking heroin addict. He's a fucking weirdo. He's super clean now. But Is he, he? He talks about it a lot, yeah. He, he went through seemed, some dark shit. Yeah, he he always seemed like he just kind of wandered into the scene, disheveled, not knowing what the fuck was happening. And yeah. they're like, "Hey, uh, stick this taser up your butthole." Okay, all right, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he gets his, I don't know, probably ten dollars, and then goes away. <laughs> I think he got more than ten dollars. He was also he's a professional skater, or he was really. Yeah, interesting for a bit. You know, that's how him and Bam met skateboarding culture really had such an effect on me for someone who's never skated and has no interest in ever skating yeah i mean me too it was kind of the thing in the 90s and early 2000s yeah that was sort of the culture yeah uh casey was super into skateboarding so i was osmosis through him i sucked at it too Mm -hmm. and i i was really too scared to try too hard so i get it I get it. Though you said you never really did any jumps or anything on a bike either. I did some. I like jumping on my bike. I didn't do like dirt jumps. Oh, no. No, no, no. I never got the dirt jumps, but like you would practice like trying to ride up stairs and hopping off stairs and stuff. Yeah, I, right? had, a, I had a BMX. I had a Haro, actually. I love that bike. Yeah. And I had pegs and I'd do all that shit. No shit. I never had a bike with pegs. No? No. Oh, man. Nope. Because I did some shit on bikes without pegs. And then when pegs became a thing and getting more into it, I was like, ah, nah, I've been on that side. I'm good. <laughs> did you have Walmart bikes? Uh, probably. Or, or no, it was probably Toys R Us. Okay. But okay. not much better. We didn't have Toys R Us around here. I mean, we did, but it was like an hour away. That's it. was the same for us. It so, was about an hour away, too. It we was would just go to Walmart. It was a special treat we went to go oh, once a year for. I never, ever went to a Toys R Us until I was a grown adult. Mm. Yeah, you really missed out on the magic did, there because and like, uh, I went as an adult. It's sad. They advertised <laughs> it all the time on like Nickelodeon. They were like a mm-hmm. big partner. And they had, uh... That contest every year. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where you could run through a Toys R Us for and like grab five... whatever you want. Was it that or was want. it a KB Toys? I think it was Toys R Us. I think it was Toys R Us too. Because I remember like I always wanted to be the kid and I'd run back to the video games and I'd grab, I'd do that. 
That's and every time do. I'd see the kids do it, I was like, yeah, that's the way to do it. They'd get all like the Super Nintendo games and they'd get a new Super. <laughs> Those kids were great, man. I think it would be split during that time for video games, Legos, and then action figures. Yeah. Because I was real big into collecting action figures. I like to play with them, but I didn't collect until I got older. I see. I was the exact opposite. Even. Well, no, I played with them up until a certain point. I broke so many G.I. Joes and Batman figures. Yeah. Yeah. Like the old G.I. Joes that had like the rubber band in the waist. You remember How'd you those? break them? Just playing with them. Break them in half and. I was very rough. I was never rough in my face. Oh, man. <laughs> in fact, I'll tell you what I did. I made little fucking episodes. I staged episodes and then write down what they're saying and <laughs> scripts and everything. I was such a little fucking nerd. I had a Batman with a bat wing and I'd take it <laughs> in my backyard and I'd throw it up in the air and then he'd oh crash. Oh, my God. And then Joker would come out and fight him in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how I played with my I toys. I would never have let you play to my toys <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> that makes my butthole pucker so much. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty pretty ridiculous now. But damn it, I played with my toys. I'll say that much. That That's true. Yeah. 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 Where else where are we going on this potpourri episode? I mean, I was just... Uh... We can ask questions from the audience because I was going to go on a Toy Story rant. <laughs> Speaking a toy story yeah toy story the movie yes you, you why is there a toy story for because it makes money there shouldn't be right i it is am i the only one who agrees like no it i just, think it should have stopped even pixar agrees because after this one they're focusing more on original properties again they don't want to do sequels so like i know huh. like the next 14 pixar movies i think are supposed to be originals i and wonder if it's because incredibles 2 came out did phenomenally well and then the good dinosaur was the one right before that and did not do well at all. I thought, was good dinosaur Pixar? I thought yeah. that was just Disney animation. No. Nah, yeah. That is a Pixar joint. That was apparently on that same table meeting with John Lasser and everything where they wrote down the napkin, the five movies, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Wally, e Incredibles, 1. Incredibles, and then the fifth one was Good Dinosaur. And then they finally made it. Oh, and it was yeah. not good. It was like subpar. To even land before time. They've already Today. announced the next one. They had a teaser trailer. I forget who's going to be in it. Uh, the next one, what? The next Pixar movie. The oh, original. the Onward? I guess. Is that the one with the elf kids? See, here's the thing. I'm I'm part of the problem because I saw that trailer and I was like, I don't care. Oh, but that'll I, look kind of fun. But I watched the hate, the Toy Story one, just to hate on it. So and, I'm part of the problem. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'll, I'll see Toy Story 4. I don't know if I will... The theme's just... I, I, just I, Toy Story how many times 4, can you hit that theme on the, the head? And is, is I don't that, like this new character. Is it going to be your The Last Jedi? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe. I'm also not super harsh on The Last Jedi. I know you're not, but I am. I think it's just kind of a meh movie. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's good. It's just meh. It's, I do think Toy man. Story 4 is probably going to be pretty meh. And that's the thing is we shouldn't have a meh Toy Story. I like that it's... I like the character that's voiced. It's uh, John Mulaney. Is it? Uh-huh. The new fork thing? Yeah. That's John Mulaney. I'm almost positive. If it's John Mulaney, you have 100% turned me around. I'm, onto, me I want to say his name is Forky. Yeah. Um. Then I am 100% on board. Because uh, I trust John Mulaney to handle a character like that well. Like, he 
he did something great with fucking Spider Ham of all things, you know. John Mulaney can do so good. Wait a minute, hold on. I it's think not it might, him, is it? I think it might be even better, but let me confirm. Better? Nah. Wait, wait. It's not playing? Keanu Reeves, is it? No, Duke. That's Duke Kaboom. Okay, I was like Keanu Reeves is in Toy Story. I know that. What is the fork's name? I I, I guess Forky, but I don't know if that's a that's true. Oh, it's Tony Hale. That's right. It's Buster. Yeah. Yeah. I think he can do do that. John Mulaney would have also been great. Now I, I got my hopes up. But yeah, I was like John Mulaney's too animated. Tony Hale fits for what I remember of that Fork character, which is for some reason, uh, kind of just uh, very. I remember dull manic. No, I see. I didn't even think man like a, a like very quieted, whimper. <laughs> I don't know. That is Tony Hale, though. Yeah, I guess that's good. I'm I, I'm glad for him. I just wish it wasn't on to Tony a Hale movie. I, to Buster. To Buster. Huzzah! Fuck it. We're, let's not talk about <laughs> Toy Story. Let's just talk about Buster. Oh man, Buster is great. Let's just have a Buster. Up. Let's have a whole Arrested Development season one episode where we get to talk about all the things we didn't get to talk about that Casey really wanted to talk about. You want? Well, do, I mean, he is coming back. You want to call it Arrested Development one point five? No, I don't need to talk about anything more. I just want to get get Reuter's goat. (laughs) Get his goat? (laughs) Uh, What else, man? We should have had some more potpourri episode episode content. Well, I mean, there's... Here here we go. Let me ask some questions from Facebook, and then we'll come back around. All right. Let's do it. So this one is from our friend Shane Davis, and it's addressed more to you, I think. Interesting. Because it says, Ryan... How have you gone on this long, never seeing Cowboy Bebop? <laughs> also, this part's for both of us. What video games do you love, but are really awful at? Ooh, okay. All right. So first, how have you gone this long without ever seeing Cowboy Bebop? Uh, because I got real hard into anime during the Toonami years. Really like Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, Tenshi Muyo. And then got real burnt because it all started to feel very similar to me. Because they're all super long, drawn out series. Yup. So I kind of just grew out of it. And then I tried to go in and watch an episode of the newest one they'd put out during Toonami or whatever the Adult Swim um, anime block was. But I'd watch those and they just never catch me. Uh, And I think I probably had seen an episode of Cowboy Bebop at one point. Because it has, like, the girl with, like, the yellow outfit with the short blue hair. Faye Valentine. I remember her. And I remember... she got some big titties. Well, she's an anime girl who who don't. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I remember watching episodes of all of them. They just didn't catch me at that time. And then, so, I... I don't know. I had so many other things to watch at this point. Like, I was getting into Arrested Development and all these other shows that were really catching me. And then I was getting into Lost, and I was like, oh, let's go back to Twilight Zone. And I just never got back to anime. And I think it just became something that wasn't part of my life for many years, and I'm not necessarily missed, so I've not had a reason to go back. I got lucky with Cowboy Bebop in that, like, a lot of my other friends were also really big into anime. Yeah. And one of them had taped every episode in order off of, like, whoa cartoon network so yeah, yeah. we could just watch the whole series on a vhs tape 
Uh, and we do we do that. We hang out and be dumb high school kids and watch anime hours and hours of it. So I guess if I had any friends who were into it, maybe that would have pushed me I to think keep that's, going. That's my thing with like D and D. Like I'm the only person I know that didn't grow up playing it because I didn't have friends oh, that played it. Dude, that was me too. And I still I, I play it now occasionally, but it's not what board games are to me. Like yeah. it, it not my not my cup of tea because it's just a skill I don't have. Making up a character and then pretending to be that character. It's like I didn't go to drama school. <laughs> like I don't know. And plus, like, I'm like that self-hating artist who as soon as they start to do anything, self-criticizes yeah. and makes oh, this it is dumb. I'm not doing not this. Fun. I can't do this I'm anymore. the fucking worst. That's yeah. not an accent. You're a fucking cow. Kill yourself. <laughs> like, that's how my internal process goes. Love it. <laughs> totally relatable. <laughs> Hashtag yes. Uh, so I get second question uh, from our good buddy was. Yes. Uh, also, what video games do you love but are really awful at? Okay. Do you have one ready to go? I mean, a couple. Like, All right, you start. I'd say like Dark Souls. Oh, okay. But I'm pretty terrible at them. Sure. I was pretty good at Sekiro, surprisingly. But I've, I've been really terrible at every other Dark Souls <laughs> for as long as they've existed. But I like the yeah. series a lot. Okay. And I'd also say I'm pretty low tier to maybe medium and destiny overall. I'm not great. Hmm. And I've only gotten worse. But I really like that game and series too. Um I get it. I get it. Uh I mean any kind of game that requires um real fast, fast, fast reflexes. I'm usually not very good at Twitch shooters. I'm sure. never good like at Quake, Unreal, but I dig them. Yeah. I enjoy them. I enjoy them so much. Like I'm always like hovering around the Unreal champion or the whole bundle of every Unreal game ever released on Steam. Yeah, just because like I enjoy them. But I know like I bought Quake recently, went online, and it's like I can't hold a candle. It's zero kills to forty deaths by the time it's done. <laughs> like. I think these people never played any other game. A lot of them have They lived in Quake. It's just Quake, man. Quake is... There's still, still, like, a Quake convention where they have a Quake... It's like QuakeCon. I still think it's, like, one of the big... I thought it was just kind of open for id games in general? I think so, but they still have, like, a Quake tournament every year. I don't understand how. That game's rough. It's hard, but I always enjoy it. I used to love playing Quake 3 Arena. Me too, yeah. I like to download all the cool-ass skins. Yep, yep. My and computer the could like user barely run maps. it, man. Uh huh. I had one of those terrible Walmart computers. I think we did too for a long time. That you just like that's all six hundred dollars and it comes in a box. Yep, <laughs> it's it exactly. There's no customization. Yeah, you can't upgrade it at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're fucked if you want to try to do that. So yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that sucked. Uh, also, the Tekken series. Like, oh yeah, that's a good call. I love that game, but I am really yeah. not that good at it. Mm-hmm uh so i'd say that goes for almost any fighting game for me like super smash brothers last year like i love i really love that game i am not fucking good i'm not even top 50 percentile good i'm never gonna be because i just i don't have the the concentration i guess for fighting games like i don't enjoy watching frames for for people it's moves not only and knowing frames, when they're gonna hit it's and like learning. it's not knowing like if you're doing it right yeah because like things happen so fast it's like i don't know if that's how it's supposed to look uh, i have that problem with like 
uh, some adventure games like Bayonetta and shit sometimes where like there's these combos mm-hmm. and you do but you don't know like I guess that's the right combo. I don't know. Oh, sure, sure. I see. You also kind of end up just doing the same ones over and over. You find... Well, good games encourage you not to do that. Like, yeah. I, uh, I'm i going through the Lords of Shadow series again. Um, the Castlevania? Be- yeah. Because okay, I yeah. fucking loved the first one. And I never really? played the second one that came. Yeah. It's a real, real bad start. Like, I think the first three levels up until you're out of a swamp level are garbage and like really don't indicate what the game is because i've never made it past that should i push through i if you are in that fucking swamp push past that swamp that swamp is literally where the whole game turns around is after that level it's like the the swamp is the there's a bunch of spiders i think so and you have like poisonous gas clouds that you have to time and go through like a broken down bunch of castle stuff and like i think so and it's it's not great I fought that first fucking boss so many times, though, man, because I've tried this game a ton of times. Interesting. I the the fucking giant shadow, of the Colossus boss in the ice yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I did not have issues with it. I don't know. I'm not video game shaming here. I don't care. No, I'm not but either. But I I, I, I want to love that game, and I I can't. <sighs> I, want I would suggest almost even just bumping the difficulty down if you need to and playing through because the story beats Man, are... I know, bitch. I don't uh, fucking care. Well, you're not going to play it. I know, bitch. If you don't play it, <laughs> you're missing out on a great story. It's good. But the second game has a real good... I already spoiled the story. Well, it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, second game, I feel like it's been a already significant bump down from yeah. the first going through it. Um, but it's still good. But they nailed the combo system. In the fact that every combo you get is on a skill tree, kind of like the sphere grid in Final Fantasy X. And in order to level up your combos for those, you have to do that combo. So every time you do that combo, you get points into that thing. So it encourages you because after you level up one skill, you're done getting points. But every time you level up a combo... Your weapon increase is making it stronger, attack faster, so it encourages you to oh, hit okay. like every different combo. And they do like a real cool thing is when you highlight it, they have like traditional 2D hand drawn animations of what the combo looks like exactly. I remember that. Yeah. And okay. I don't know. I I feel like it's maybe one of the best done combo systems that really did not get a lot of attention because of the game it was attached to. I can tell you why the second one wasn't as good as the first one and why I'm still super hyped to want to like the first one with one answer. Go for it. You know what it is? Hideo Kojima. Oh, he was part of the first one. Yeah, he he had Uh, input on the first game. Ah, that makes sense. That's what got me hype on it. And why I still want to like it. I think the characters were better. Honestly, now that you say it, I, 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 I don't think the characters are nearly as strong here. Plus, in the second game, they don't have the option for subtitles, and one of the characters is played by Robert Carlyle, who is the the guy from Full Monty and Twenty Eight Weeks Later and sure. some other things. Uh, but he's well whispering like this <laughs> because he's old man Dracula, and you can't fucking hear him. Like, so there are big scenes where action's happening and big explosions, and his fucking whispering voice. You can't hear what the fuck he's even saying. And you can't and he's your either. lead character. Oh. So, like, it kind of kills any momentum in the story. 
when you don't even understand what your character fucking wants because you can't hear them. I don't know. I got another question here. That was a that was a rant. I'm I sorry. know it's okay. Let's you pull it back me. on. Well, you, you, I don't know if you'll rant on this one right a little bit. I I've been trying to think on this one. But so. fighting games, I would say that's probably it for Shane's question. Fighting games are what I love, but really am not good at. Uh, our good buddy Sean Muldowney would like to know what is one game that you forced yourself to finish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you ended up being glad that you did. Hmm. Um. Said probably Lords of Shadow that okay. first one because I really I stopped the same place you did for quite a while and then read a bunch of reviews that kind of pointed that out and then pushed myself was really glad I played through that. Final Fantasy 12, not 10-2, but Final Fantasy 12 sure. is another game. Like, I got 10, 12 hours in, hit a wall, stopped caring, kind of forced myself to go back and play it, and it ended up being, like, maybe one of my favorite Final Fantasy games, which is uh, super contentious. I don't care. I enjoy the combat so, so fucking much. I, I don't love that system. Final Fantasy 12 is a contentious one. I think it's... It's that be- it would be somebody's favorite no, game. No, it's think. become more of a cult hit. Oh, really? As, as time has gone on, yeah, it gets a lot more of its respect now. I did not know that, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of dug it. It the story is real slow, fucking going, and it's well, and not easy to get. It gets into. a lot of respect and love now because it, like the thing about Final Fantasy is that it's always tried to be. Each one tries to be different in some way from the others, and that one, you know, mm-hmm. it tried, mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways, it did succeed. Just it was a lot like uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. Like, it defied people's expectations to a degree that, like, it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. Yeah. And then, that's therefore, true. like, people didn't like it. Like, when yeah. Snake wasn't your main character, <laughs> when everything up to that point, it, like, people were like, fuck this. It's, mm-hmm. I think it was a lot like that. But as time's gone on, similar to Metal Gear Solid 2, it's seen for, like, how good it actually is. Like, uh, hindsight's twenty twenty always. So. Yeah, yeah. I I hope Final Fantasy twelve is remembered that way. And that anybody remaster. is getting into it now is great. I don't think they're gonna not remaster any fucking thing I mean, nowadays. Final like, Fantasy always prints money. So Yeah, Square in that Final Fantasy Kingdom Heart reprint money. Oof. The they make it, it though. Uh for me I'd say it's that game that we did for the show where Andy Circus did the motion capture. Oh, enslaved. Enslaved. Odyssey uh, to the West. That game had a real rough start for me. And Man, I don't see how. <laughs> I don't, it was We talked about this on the episode. Yeah, again, it was just it was it felt like a generic bland sort of game, but there's heart Oof. underneath it when you get kind of past that and yeah. I, that's that was one I was glad I was like, "All yeah. right, I see what's really mm-hmm. And Andy Circus adds a lot to it as well, so it, it, it turned out to be yeah. a lot better. So I think it was one of the first games that really pushed mocap when it came out. Like, well, like hence why Andy Circus yeah. was involved. But yeah. That was his company, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I I, I enjoyed it. I love the characters. Also, I would say um, might do an episode on this somewhere down the line. Goemon sixty four, the mis- Legend of the Mystical. Oh, Ninja. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, it I played was the fuck out of that game. One I feel like i never got out of Go- yeah goemon i never the mystical the first time i played uh. i never got to a character that wasn't goemon it was somewhere in the mountain and i rented it and i rented it again and got to the same point couldn't fucking get past it and i was like i'm fucking done with this game and then i went to rent other games and like months later 
went to Blockbuster and that was the only game they really had available. So I gave it another shot. And for some reason, that was like the time where it turned everything around and I got it. And I finally saw what the game was about. I was like, this game's fucking amazing. Finally, it's so like, weird, man. It is. You got the giant mech robot fight scene. I see. I did not even get to that robot mech fighting the first two times I rented it. And that's like an hour into the game. I don't yeah. know what the fuck I was doing wrong. But. I would love to do an episode on that. And we should get together and stream it. Oh, I would. I've got it. I you do? That game. Okay, yeah. awesome. I went well, on eBay the, years ago and bought it. I've got it. a thing that'll do uh, standard to HDMI conversion. So we can absolutely do that. Maybe down. That's uh, We have a follow-up question from Ooh. Sean's question from Brandon Jackson. Oh, okay. Who would like to know, what's a game that you loved playing through, got to the ending, and were angry you spent time on it? So pretty much the opposite. Yes. Oh. Uh, for me, easily. Uh, fuck you, Mass Effect 3. <laughs> kiss my ass suck my balls Fuck i you. just don't agree with that at all i know <laughs> uh that's the easy one to come up that is that's a little too easy mm-hmm. um i don't i don't know man it's hard for me to like if i don't like a game i don't fucking play it especially anymore oh i'll go off of yours uh, or something you said earlier metal gear solid 3 sure okay um fucking hated it I and kept that. being told like keep with it and i kept doing like <laughs> one more boss and i fucking hated that game more and more the more i played it i, I will was say not a fan the ps3 re-release i bet you would enjoy a lot more because it gives you a lot more free form of the, the cameras and the, yeah the controls yeah it brings it down to a more yeah it's a lot more third person i played on the ps2 yes, when I it know. was first release you should really give that oof. version a try oof because it's I a might, lot better, man. But here's the thing. I also don't really fucking care for the story. I don't like prequels in general, and oh, I man. don't think this adds enough for me. I don't care about Big Boss as a character, and I think... Metal Gear Solid 3 is so baller. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, we're ultimately going to do an episode on it, I'm sure, at some point. We, we've got to do two. We haven't even We did done two. That. No, did we? Yeah, we didn't. We okay, did. then we got to do three. Yeah, we did one and two. One. Okay. Good luck getting me to play it again. That's that's one I'm, where I might just fucking watch you when you stream it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let uh, you borrow my subsistence. I'll I give it a it. shot, yeah. but I don't know. I I I kind of this is one where I'm like I'll give it a few hours, but if it doesn't catch me, like I'm not going through it again. I'll just watch some YouTube videos to co- get caught up in the story because I really <laughs> I hate Metal Gear Solid Three. Like I, I get really it, man. Don't like it. It was a weird one. I played yeah. the fuck out of that one, though. I fucking hate that stupid Snake Eater song. Man, that's and the best song of all time! And everybody fucking loves it. Yes. And they're all... Um, I, like, it's Snake so stupid. Eater. It is supposed to be stupid. But it's not... I don't, I don't it's a, think it's It's a fucking funny love letter either. to James Bond. I get it. It's I so get good, it. man. But I don't know. I don't know. Solid Snake is such not he's just not a james bond character and i guess it's big boss so whatever yeah but he's more he's always been the the pliskin parallel the exactly. Snake pliskin, not james bond but that's like like they're very different so to have that cheesy style with the self seriousness snake, snake is supposed to be pliskin but it is big boss yeah. and this is like metal gear solid 3 isn't supposed to be like what really happened i think i think it is more of like a james bond romanticizing of the story of big boss and that's why it's so almost even more over the top than the others that's the way i always kind of saw it Ooh, (laughs) and that's Uh, why it has that that over the top theme song huh and yeah 
It is I think, a little larger than life, even. I think Kojima just had fucking money and didn't know what to do. And he was like, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I well, want. That was the part, too. He didn't want to do three. He didn't even really want to do two. Yeah, it makes he's, sense. He's always been very vocal about like not wanting to do Metal Gear Solids anymore, but Konami forced him to do them. I feel like maybe we should review no more Metal Gear Solids because it's almost like they shouldn't have happened after uh, one. Well, like he was a producer on three and then it wasn't working out right. And so that's when he came on as director because like four. No, for three. Oh, so he finished as director of three. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He was just kind of producing and overseeing mm-hmm. it. Okay. And then like it wasn't meeting mm. goals or expectations. So he came in and took over and he never got away from it until now. And we have Death Stranding on the horizon. Which I finally saw that that uh, eight, nine minute trailer and I'm sold. It's awesome. It looks really good. It looks interesting. I Dude, hope the gameplay is fun. I'll send you <laughs> uh, some of the Japanese footage, which has a boss fight. Ooh, that's interesting. Which is crazy, too. And it shows okay. it shows even more gameplay. Okay. But there, there's gameplay. People are like, what's gameplay? It's fucking there. It looks ridiculous, man. And weird. Yeah, and oh, weird. yeah. So just, weird. Just so we're clear, you <laughs> keep saying Metal Gear Solid 3 is weird and I don't like it. I want to make sure. It's not because I don't like weird. Oh, no. bring on weird Kojima. I love it. Three's not even the weirdest one. All those No, I think it's the weird. fucking driest one outside of the bosses. Yeah. And then the bosses are fucking otherworldly weird for mm-hmm. some reason. No, oh, like telepathic bee control. Cool. <laughs> That's, of course, a thing in this universe. The know. sorrow is pretty fucking crazy i this is like two is stretching it with their abilities and three is just like well if you were uncomfortable with that (laughs) have we got some things for you all right uh so are are you gonna stick with your answer mass effect 3 did you come up with anything else again i can't really think of anything else that i forced myself to play i would say you're probably like me now where it's just if you don't like it you're not gonna play it you're gonna be done and cut your losses Siren was a hard one. I didn't get through it, so I can't say mm. it about that. That's um, true. It could have all turned around. You're like, God damn, that story really was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I highly doubt it, but yeah, you could have you said never that. never know. Um, yeah, I, really just Mass Effect was the one that like... Because I wasn't really feeling it, yeah. but I was like, fuck, I've done these two. I need to get through here. And then when it was over, I was like, fuck, uh-huh. really? That? I would say some of the last Halo games. Probably. I quit. I didn't me. even beat 4. 3 was the last one. I couldn't stomach. Like, I got halfway through 4 and I was like, this is not. Yeah, I enjoyed 4 slightly better than 3, to be honest. What? But I still didn't. Like, I don't really like 3 that much oh, either. Man, 3 is. Reach was probably the best Reach of is, those. Yeah. All of the other ones are well, mixed. Solution. I really like ODST as well, man. ODST is a fucking good game. That one has Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember liking it. That one was really cool, actually. I can't wait for all those to come to Steam as well. Yeah. That'll yeah, that would be day. good. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm going to get all those. Play through all that shit. <sighs> I don't know if I need to. Man. <laughs> I felt like once was enough for... Most of those, I guess, after two Halo games. Yeah? Yeah. I got never need to play the third one again. I don't want to play 4 again. I don't need to play ODST again. I don't even really want to play Reach again. I would like to play ODST and Reach again. And probably 3, man. I liked 3 a lot. I'm not a fan. Honestly, I... Uh, 
I think I only really like two because of the multiplayer and what it kind of did for FPSs at the time on consoles. Yeah. But I don't think I've cared about the story of Halo after the first game. So it's it's just never hooked me. Yeah. Which is also maybe I was, why Destiny hasn't hooked me. Yeah, probably is. They I even was, put in Nathan Fillion and it still wasn't enough. I was super into Halo as a kid, man. Well, I wasn't really a kid. I was like... Well, I was to say, you were a high schooler. 17, 18. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Halo 1, I was probably... 16, 17, I think. That was Xbox One. 2001. All right, I'm sorry. Original Xbox. I can't say Xbox One anymore. I know. How did you do that? God, okay. The original Xbox. That was Halo 1 and Halo 2. Yes. And then Halo 3 was for the 360. Halo 2 really pushed the fuck <laughs> to the it limit. It really did. Yeah. Like, to think of... To think the original Xbox had a better network setup than the Switch does today. Yeah. Or the like, PS3. It's fucking mind-blowing. PS3 yeah. was god-awful. PS4 yeah. isn't that great. You know, Microsoft came out of the park and fucking nailed their infrastructure perfectly. They just have always had a fucking issue with games. And that's what's sunk or sold their systems. And 360, I think they only really succeeded because they had two years ahead of the competition. Yeah. So they had an install base there. But they need to get games, which is the big issue. Apparently they're going to announce some big shit at E3. Is it too late? I don't think so. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. No. Sony isn't even at E3. Is that right? <sighs> not going so is it just going to be Microsoft and Nintendo's there with a Super Mario Maker 2 set up over 50 Nintendo screens? Nintendo doesn't do E3. They do their own thing, they, too, just at they the same show time up. of E3. They show up. They have... The, what they've done the last few years is, like, that one year they had Shit. 30 Breath of the Wild machines set up. And then last year was, like, Mario Kart or whatever. But, but like, they that's all do they it. do. They don't do any kind of press They don't do it. They don't do well, they, they do. They, but they call them the they Treehouse do their Live. Yeah, the Nintendo Directs. Yeah. Um, but it's not part of E3. It's just at the same time. Yeah. And when other E3 shows aren't going on. Mm-hmm. But it's smart. I think it saves them a lot of money because they do it. As they should. Close by, but not at E3. Honestly, I think at this point, I'm not even excited about e3 anymore i I think there's gonna be some cool stuff announced still i don't know for the last two or three years i've just not been excited i wish they would all go the route of nintendo and just do directs every time you have like an update of three games you're gonna announce or talk about do that send it on your youtube channel i I like the pomp and circumstance of it all i like the show aspect Eh, i because I think sometimes Square Enix is going to have a thing, and I, I'm pretty sure I've heard rumors we're going to get a Final Fantasy remake demo. Sure, give me all that date. without the cheesy stage host. Uh, you I'll know? take it all. I yeah, love I, it. You love the stage host? Yeah. Ah, you want to see Aisha Campbell up there? No, because I don't care. Because see, that shit's fake. Give me the fucking nerdy guy that developed it, or oh yeah, that shit. Give me the guy that <laughs> fucking actually worked on it. Let me hear from this guy. I don't care about Aisha Taylor or fucking. Is that right? Is it? Tyler. Yeah. Uh, I don't know her, her name. name is. Mm. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> uh, other dildo. Other was, dildo. Really? Was it Jay Moore? The, the guy from TV? He hosted the... one one year and it was terrible. Really? Oh, it was oh, awful. Wait, is it Joel McHale? That was a video game show. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, that was. What was that show? It was, te- it was a terrible E3. Huh. 
Here, I'll just look it up. Maybe it was Jamie Kennedy. It was Jamie Kennedy. Ew. It was Jamie fucking Kennedy hosted E3 one year. And How long awful. ago was that? It was like in the early 2000s. Oof. Jamie Kennedy E3. Maybe it wasn't E3. Oh, yeah. Train wreck of an E3 2007 hosting gig. It's really bad. Ooh. So Jamie Kennedy is the worst. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I can see that being pretty rough. I don't know why you hate Jamie Kennedy while I go grab us two more beers. I don't hate Jamie Kennedy. I just don't think he's done anything of substance in his life. Uh, the Jamie Kennedy X experiment, whatever. Well, I think it's just like a a thinly veiled punk ripoff of the time because that was like a big thing. And Jamie Kennedy, for some reason, I think he's like the perfect Hollywood uh, boy child. Because he is, like, completely not threatening, but, like, shameless enough to do whatever dumb shit they tell him to do. And I think that's why he made it far. But, like, Malibu's Most Wanted is not a good movie. I can't even think of his other fucking movies. But I've seen most of them. But here's the thing. Like, I've seen some of his stand-up. And I've not, like, hated it. I remember enjoying it when I saw it. It's been a while. It's... Here it is. He is the tofu of actors. He is fucking (laughs) nothing. He has... No discernible personality other than doing sh- things completely shamelessly. I liked him in Can't Hardly Wait. As a bit character. Yeah. yeah he works that he way. He doesn't pull. He can't lead a movie. And Hollywood kept trying to make it happen. I, I don't know why. He's like Brecken Myers. He's just a nothing. <laughs> I'd rather watch Jamie Kennedy than Brecken Meyer. I would honestly rather watch Brecken Meyer just because at least he's got some dignity. And like he's more reserved. Jamie Kennedy's a fucking fool. Like, he is just a fucking fool. <laughs> uh, so I got some more questions here. All right, let's 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 do it. I got one here from Sean Barry. Mm. I, I don't know, it might be a little little deep for us, but we'll see. Let's go. Hold he's on, a, he's hold actually on. got two, but I'm only going to ask one of these. All right, I'm ready. But this one is, so how do people born deaf at birth think since they can't mentally pronounce any word because they never heard them to begin with? Well, if they're born from deaf, they usually think in sign language, like they see the signs. It's how you associate it. So they learn the connotations of the word through sign language. And I think I've seen or I've read that they kind of visualize the signs for words. So instead of us who hear like our voices saying the words, they have the visualizations of the hand signals. Oh, really? If they are born from deaf. But I think that are born from deaf. If they are deaf from birth, okay. um, it, it depends on when they lose their hearing and kind of how familiar with their, they are with their hearing. If they lose it later in life, they'll most likely still hear their own voice in their head. But people who are born deaf from birth definitely just kind of visualize the sign language. Well, that's what I've, I've read uh, that blind people blind from birth and like I think even people that have just gone blind like mm-hmm. both somehow like see colors if they take like hallucinogens oh. like That's not not see co- but like they experience like it. a color somehow huh with uh hallucinogens that's interesting to me yeah. oh and it's fucking with your brain it's psychotics so yeah that would make sense you well it's like it's doing weird things to your brain it's making different connections so yeah, that's true. It's yeah, 
It might be connecting on like a visual path somewhere. So you're saying cure for blindness, not enough hallucinogens. <laughs> I'd say cure for everything is not enough hallucinogens. Okay. Just bump up hallucinogens. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So you're saying you guys need hallucinogens. That makes sense that they would see the the fingers and relate. They visualize the, the, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got I got another one here from Matt Gentile. Okie dokie. And it concerns Bigfoot hunting. <laughs> okay. So he lives up in the Pacific Northwest, and sightings around where he lives is a common occurrence. Uh, he's gone to a few places where sightings have been reporting, and he wants to know uh-huh. would we ever go looking? Hmm. Says half the fun is just hiking, which I would probably agree with. But I mean, I don't know if I wouldn't go looking unless I was strapped. I would want some sort of gun or protection if I'm actually out looking for a Bigfoot, just in case. Yeah, I. I mean, I wouldn't go out to kill it, but like if I like stumbled upon it and like it looks at me like, and I'm like, and then it comes at me, man, like fuck, I'm like click click boom. Coming down to my stereo, territory, stereo. I'm coming, click, click, boom. <laughs> That's pretty good. I don't think those were the lyrics, but I, you could have fooled me. I was, I was jamming along. Yeah, on the stereo, click, click, boom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't believe in Bigfoot. I don't either. I don't think I would see it. So, although the, I, I just read something that the government released, like all the information they had on Bigfoot sightings. Okay. I haven't read it, but I saw that they released that. I don't know if that lends any credence or credibility. Well, they released a bunch of documents on UFOs and flying saucers and things. That uh, doesn't mean anything. Nah, nah. It's just, it just all it means. Somebody reported that this to happened. The government. We looked into it. And nothing. We happened. saw nothing. Yeah. It's not. It's yeah. It's not anything special. That said, I think it does just ultimately boil down to like hiking in the woods, but with a purpose. Yeah, I don't know. I hiking's fine. It's the least objectionable form of exercise, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what, do you think Laura would hunt Bigfoot? Do you think Laura believes in Bigfoot? Um, Laura does not believe in. Bigfoot. She does not. Um, would she hunt a Bigfoot? No, no, she would not hunt. She would maybe <clears throat> try to track it just well, to prove that she could find it, but yeah, she would not want to hunt. Hunt it. could also just mean track, track down, hunt it out take a picture you don't have to kill it per se okay yeah then she she could i think she would get off on tracking anything really she she really digs like those kind of survival skills and being able to be one with nature and then proving how one with nature she is (laughs) sure so i think she would enjoy that meanwhile i'm sitting like off wing against a tree rolling my eyes i don't care i don't care about nature really so would I like to track a Bigfoot? No, not really. I'm okay. <laughs> I don't think, yeah. I've had opportunities now, and I've never done it, so I'd say also probably nah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless there's like some definitive motherfucking proof, like, hey, like, God, who probably also is <laughs> Like, this is a weird way Bigfoot. to start. It's but like God, like, proof. wakes me up at night, and he's like, hey, dog, look, there is a Bigfoot. It's here now go i'd be like fuck it let's go find that bigfoot but other than that nah man i ain't just going to look i'd say even then i might just be like well that's clearly sleep paralysis i'll wait and see if it happens again (laughs) (laughs) i would need some proof or if uh one of one of my own were to go missing 
from a Bigfoot. That would be like really the only way to get me to care about going after a Bigfoot. One of my own. And you know it was a Bigfoot. Not just a coyote. Yeah. Or like <laughs> a mountain lion that ate them. Or a bear. A no, it was a Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot! <laughs> Damn you, Harry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's all the questions we got. Way to step, well, way to bring the questions, people. You fucking dicks. Okay. Well, it was an interesting smattering, at least. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That said, um... <laughs> I just smacked that fucking mic around. I have two. I'll, um, I'll not a single movie question. Mostly games and then deaf people questions. Yeah. That was the deaf person question. Which, you know, I mean, I think the deaf person question wins because nobody else asked a question about a deaf person. That's pretty amazing. It is one of those things that you, you like, think about in the back of your mind, I think, it's sometimes. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, or you could do that with somebody who's blind. It's like, well, how do they interpret what green is, you know, and things like that. But then here's the real question where you dig further, deeper down, is that everything you see color-wise is just a reflection of the sun and the prisma, like the prismatic colors popping off. So then nothing technically really has a color. We live in a colorless world. We only perceive it that way because of the sun. And if you take away the sun, there is no color. Dude, how high are you? <laughs> right? <laughs> that's like that That's that high school high stuff. Like, yeah. What, how do we know that like the green that I see <laughs> is like the same green that you see, you know? Like... It's true. We don't. What we all don't see that, though. Like, we no. don't because it's yeah. all with how our sun or how our eyes take in the sun. We don't see everything. The it's same. our yellow sun that also gives Superman his powers. Yes. And we for praise. that, we praise Kal-El. <laughs> <laughs> all praise Kal-El. Yes. Hello. <laughs> praise to you, Kal-El. Fucking Nicolas Cage named his goddamn kid Kal-El. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is a crazy person who somehow keeps getting work. Because <laughs> it's so inconsistent. Sometimes it's great. And sometimes it's Nicholas Cage. It's the director, man. The director knows or doesn't know how to use him properly. Man. How about those two Ghost Rider movies? <laughs> Did not know how to use him properly. <laughs> Fuck, those movies sucked. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, the first one made complete sense. Oh, Mark Steven Taylor, the guy who wrote and directed the Ben Affleck Daredevil. Of course, his Ghost Rider movie with Nick Cage is going to be garbage. And it was. But like the crank directors, the guys who did crank one and two directing Nick Cage in a Ghost Rider movie makes sense. I don't know why that second one turned out to be so dreadfully boring probably more studio interference same problem with all these x-men movies yeah i read a great breakdown of what happened with the x-men movies and it was all with like mm. it, was, it all started with three because they killed off like three of their main characters oh yeah and then didn't know what to do after that so then they went back in time but then that just spread the entire thing way too thin because you had all these characters but mm. then you also set up these cool storylines that could never happen because you had certain characters in the 70s mm-hmm. and then you had certain characters in the current year that would have great storylines but they could never do them because of this weird divergent timeline they've stuck themselves into now so yeah the x-men uh, franchise is i hear dark phoenix mess. is just awful 
Oh my god, who would have thought? I've been saying this literally for a year, maybe two. I it have... is the guy who wrote X-Men The Last Stand writing and directing this movie. Why do you think he would all of a sudden get what the Dark Phoenix is? Can I be honest with you? Dumb fucks forever believing in him. I've not seen an X-Men movie after the second one. You're missing some good ones. X2 is good. X3, not good, not the worst. X-Men Origins Wolverine, the worst. Terrible. I don't... It's is it the, the worst? worst. It's worse it than Apocalypse? The wor- it is worse than Apocalypse. Okay. It is the worst. Apocalypse is not far up, but it is... Uh, Wolverine's the worst. Uh, fuck it, we'll just stick on the Wolverines then. Uh, the Wolverine, which is the Japan one, fun! Real fun, especially if you watch the R-rated director's cut. Lots of fun. Really good. Logan, amazing. Yeah, Logan's pretty great. Uh, but see, X-Men that... First Class, good. Yeah. Muddled, but good. X-Men Days of Future Past, really good. I hear, I, that's what I read was like, that was like the last high point. But... It's really, really solid. Apocalypse, second worst film they've made. And then Dark Phoenix. Apparently, uh, whatever looks, it is. Yeah. I think it's going to be probably in the bottom. Yeah, but again, I I saw kind of it coming. And Me too. Me too. I just haven't watched any because I don't I don't waste my time. It's the same reason I never watched another fucking Transformers. Well, I I can give up on the Transformers easily because I don't care about Transformers. Yeah. It means nothing to me. I was not a fan as a kid. I'm more attached to fucking Beast Wars than I am to Transformers. <laughs> Beast Wars was tight, dog. right? Like Transformers has no sway on me. X Men does though, and I chat can't not watch. Show an your X-Men love for movie. Beast Wars in the fucking comments. Fucking dead right. Give it up for Beast Wars. Let us know if you want a Beast Wars episode. We'll cover that show. We could. We'll talk about how great or terribly it's aged. Because I knew it was great or not great when I was a child and watching it, but I loved it. I knew the animation wasn't good, but I I don't know. Maybe I was really sold by the toys. Ratbot. I could have it. Yeah. Uh, Rad Cheetor. What was it? He had some name with rat in it. Yeah, I forget what it was. Optimus Prime was a gorilla, which is pretty dope. Yeah? Uh-huh. He was great. That show fucking rocked, man. Yeah, I remember really digging it. It was it was with Reboot. It's like, this show does not look good, but I enjoy I it. I enjoy it. <laughs> Beast Wars looked worse than Reboot, though. Yes, and it came out later. Yeah, <laughs> it was I did. cheap. Oh, man, it was bad. Like, the grass <laughs> was just, like, two different colors of green, like, mushed together randomly. Every memory I have of Beast Wars in my head just has, like, a smattering of shit color over it. Yeah. For some reason, like, it is all, like, brown looking in my head. I can remember the rat riding the cheetah through, like, a <gasps> green background with, like, two yes. trees because that's all they could render. That sounds right. And now I remember the rat did ride the cheetah coin. Because he couldn't move fast enough. He's a little rat bot. Oh, my God. What? And fucking, uh... The head Decepticon, Megatron, was, was a goddamn a T-Rex. T-Rex. A and robot T-Rex! One of them was a Velociraptor. Uh-huh. I don't remember if he was a good or bad guy. I think he was a bad guy. That would make sense. Are I think all the, the good bad guys, guys dinosaurs? Yeah, the good guys were the ape, the cheetah, the... Rat. The rat. There's one more. Yeah, what the fuck For was sure, it? but I can't think. It wasn't a woolly mammoth, was it? No, it had to be something that flew, I think. Was it a bird of some sort? I can't remember. I wouldn't even know. I cannot remember. I don't know. I, I My Beast Wars memory has failed me. But I bet you it's like one of those shows where I watch like one episode and then I remember everything, everything. I fucking saw. <laughs> it's like a wave that crashes <laughs> over your brain. 
Like, oh, <laughs> I remember all of this. Is scanner's head exploding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, fuck, man. I think we can ramp this up. Yeah, this is a pretty, pretty decent potpourri episode. I yeah, hope you guys did. enjoyed it. Uh, it's potpourri because you're about to go on a vacation. It is. Uh-huh. And uh, we do have a very special episode planned for next Ooh, week. Ooh, yeah. Uh, pretty epic. Epic come together in the making. If you're a astute listener, you, you'll you have heard me fuck up many times and talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> It'll be great, though. Uh, there'll be a cool thing that happens with that. So, uh, yeah. Until then, man. I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And we'll catch you next time. Manano cock sneeze. <laughs>